Blog Talk Radio. This is Bobby Keys of WebRadio.com. And when I'm not on the air, I like to sit down and read a good magazine. The magazine I like is called 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's a magazine all about the baby boomers. 50 Plus, the second half magazine features the legends of classic soul like Delphonics, Jerry Butler, the Stylistics, the Manhattans, just to name a few. Read their stories and hear it straight from them. 50 Plus, the second half magazine also covers health care as well as the lives of everyday people. 50 Plus, the second half magazine is there to share information with you. So order your copy today. Go to the website at www.50plusthesecondhalfmagazine.com and check them out on Facebook at PAB Magazine. 50 Plus, the second half magazine. It's all about the baby boomer. This morning's show, Wise Words with Darius, is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half. It's our time, online radio. Now, let's get ready for your host, the Professor Wise, coming up next. Good morning. Good morning, everybody. This is Darius, the Professor Wise coming to you on this amazing Saturday morning, and I first want to wish you a happy Saturday. I hope your weekend is going phenomenally already, and uh, just want to thank you for joining me for Wise Words with Darius this week. Uh, today is episode 37, and you know, we're going we're gonna to get into it today. Our topic is, that's none of your business, of your business. And I'm not talking about you being nosy. I'm not talking about you in somebody else's business. So definitely stay ready for this one. Stay on board so we get ready to go into it. But as always, before we actually kick this thing off and get going, and I get all worked up like I do every week, take a moment to thank 50 Plus, the second half magazine, for you know setting this thing up and giving us the opportunity to share every week and setting up this platform for us so I encourage you, especially those who are 50 plus, to go check out the magazine. Go to 50 plus the second half magazine.com, 50 the second half magazine.com. And if you are a business owner, I always encourage my business owners that are listening and watching to um, always go and, you know, check out 50 plus magazine as a way and means to advertise your business if you're audience is those baby boomers or those 50 plus. So check them out. Uh, great magazine, great information, things that those in that generation and that baby boom, those baby boomers are interested in. So check out 50 plus the second half magazine. Whew, let me take me a deep breath on this one. Today, episode 37. That's none of your business. So let's get into this because I got a lot of stuff I want to share with y'all today. And um, I think this is some information that we all need to know or be reminded of from time to time. So that's none of your business. Now, again, I understand this. Most people think when they hear that's none of your business, they instantly think that we're talking about being nosy or talking about somebody being nosy or that you're, and, you know, worried about somebody else's business and all that. But today's show is not about that. It's not about someone 
at being in someone else's business. It's not about being nosy. The focus today is focus on and how it affects you mentally and physically. Think about that. What you focus on, how it affects you mentally and physically. These are always things that we overlook and we don't put enough emphasis on. And so today we're going to talk about this. And and the business that we're talking about, you'll understand why it's titled, it's none of your business. That's none of your business. So now, let's go back a little bit. Back in, this was a while ago, for, so for those who have been with me listening for a while, a while you will you were remember this, but back in episode seven, and this is 37, right? Back in episode seven, I talked about, and the title for that show was, The How Doesn't Matter If. The How Doesn't Matter If. So if you haven't heard that episode, go back on blogtalkradio.com slash second half and look up episode seven, but it was The How Doesn't Matter If, and that if, if you don't believe, Okay. So the how, how to do something, how you have to go about making things work, doesn't matter if you don't believe. So if you you don't believe you can do something, if you don't believe that it's the right thing for you, the how to do it, it doesn't matter. Because once you, if you don't believe, you can know exactly how to do it. You don't believe it, you're not going to do what's necessary. So that how is that how where most people get caught up and fail. That's where they fail because they're worried about the how. Okay? And the funny thing is the how, like how to do it, what you need to be doing, most of the time is none of your business. The how is none of your business. I think that you got to know how to do everything. Every single thing thing to accomplish whatever your goal is you think from start to finish when you first begin you need to know how to do every single thing every single task from when you first start and that's not true because the how at towards the end is none of your business right now that's not even what you need to be focusing on the the how is the universe's or god's job to bring to you you put out to the universe what you want the universe, God, brings to you what you need when you're ready. It doesn't dump everything on you once you have the idea that, ooh, I, I want to start a new business. It doesn't dump everything on you at that moment. When you're ready, it gives you the bits and pieces when you are ready to receive them. So as you go through your journey, there will be things that are brought to your attention, things that are brought to you that will give you the things that you need to know how to do. So far too often, people spend their time and their energy worrying about someone else's job. So the how is not is none of your business. That's not your job. But you're spending all your time and your energy worrying about how. That's somebody else's job. Are sitting here worrying about somebody else's job. And when you spend your time and you spend your energy um, doing somebody else's job or worrying about somebody else's job, what happens is, oh, job, you're tired. You don't have time. You don't have the energy. Oh, worrying about somebody else's work. You spent it all worrying about somebody else's job. 
So when it's time for you to do your own, you don't have the time, you don't have the energy. I'm going to share this story with you. And this is crazy because whenever every time I think about this, it just it, it drives me crazy sometimes, right? 20 years ago, over 20 years ago, I know I don't look that much older than 20, but over 20 years ago, I had an idea to write a book. 20 years ago, guys. And I had a title, a concept of what the book was about 20 years ago. Keep that in mind. And once I had this idea, right, I was like, ooh, I'm going to write a book. I know what it's going to be about. I, I had all this stuff. And as soon as I had the idea, the next thing I started to do is I started to focus on how. I started to focus on the how, how to write the book, how I was going to sell the book, how people would respond to the book. And I literally, literally spent so much time worrying about the how. I mean, I spent really, let me be honest with you, I spent 20 years of my life worrying about the how. You know, on and off, because sometimes I would just put the book in the back of my mind and not even think about it. But then it would come back up. And then I would try to figure out how again. I just kept worrying about how am I going to write this book? How am I going to sell this book? How, how are people going to feel about this book? How am I, you know, why are people going to want to read what I write? What I, all of these things were the things that I was thinking about. And I was caught up in the how. Focusing on how never got the book written. I thought about it. I thought about I game plan. I, I did all this stuff. It never got the book written. So I'm telling you right now, this book idea I had 20 years ago is still a book idea. I haven't written the book because for the longest, for all this time, I was worried about how. I never really focused on simply writing the book. <laughs> See, some of y'all may think, may not even think about it, but it's so simple. It's such a simple concept. I just needed to write the book. Just write. Don't worry about all that other stuff. That's none of your business. Once the book is written, things will come to you that you need to know. You will, under, you will have things happen, people come into your life that can say, oh, I can help you publish that. Oh, I can help you learn how to – I can teach you how to sell it and market it and do it. Focus on – I should have just focused on writing the book, and that's what it was. And I believe that right now because in the last 20 years, I have never, until recently, until recently, I really didn't even write more than two or three paragraphs for this book, yet alone a chapter, a few paragraphs. My focus was on everything but writing, everything but writing. And the funny part is the writing the book was my job, my business. That was my job. I spent my time and energy worrying about something that was not my business. So I have come to understand, guys, the how, the how was none of my business in that case. Focusing on the how was nothing more than a way for me to justify looking at and thinking about the end result. What is the book going to look like? What is this and what is that? All of that. It, I was just justifying me thinking about the end result and talking about the end result. It was not my business. It should not have been my focus to understand all of the hows. It really wasn't. It shouldn't have been my focus to understand all the hows because it was none of my business. Now, my 
attention should have been on the why. Why are you writing this book? And actually writing the book. I'm going to tell you why it's so important that the why is there. That's going to kind of move you forward too. But I should have been thinking about why am I writing it and then writing the book. So that was just one way that you can think about what is it that you, you said you was going to do? What is it that you were thinking about doing or had this idea that you have not had, uh, you haven't accomplished yet or you haven't pleaded yet? Think, what have you been thinking about when you think about this concept? So for me, when I think about the book, I have to think about when I was think, when I'm, when I'm focusing on the book, what exactly am I thinking about? writing? Am I think so I had to think about that. So I'm asking you to do the same thing. When you is what is that idea that you had? What is that thing that you said you wanted to do? And when you think about it, what are you actually thinking about? What is your focus? What is your focus? Now, Darius Jr. is playing football. Matter of fact he has a game today at twelve o'clock. So I'm running up out of here once this is over. So he has a game. He's playing football. And when he was, for the last couple years, he's been playing wide receiver and tight end. Focus it, you know, his focus has been wide receiver and tight end, learning to get better playing those positions. And just recently, they moved him to running back. This is a new position for him. Never really played running back before. But the coach saw something in him where he felt that he could help the team in this capacity playing this position. Okay, cool. My son's excited. He said, I get to touch the ball more, Dad. You know, I may have an opportunity to get more touchdowns. Uh, So he's excited. Position, which is cool. But now he's open to the change. He's excited about, you know, being able to touch the ball more. But once he started practicing, and they started practicing, and he was in the running back position, he started focusing on several different things. He, had, he started focusing on several different things. He started to focus on how was he going to get past the defensive line? How was he going to get the ball? How was, the, you know, how was he going to get through the hole that they in the, in the offensive line? You know, how the quarterback was going to get him the ball and all these things. So he's thinking about all these things. How do I hold the ball? How do I do this? You know, how do I get you know, all of these things as far as what he felt he – needed to do as the running back thinking about all these things and after a couple practices and I'm watching him and I'm kind of you know looking at what he's doing and 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 how he's doing playing running back when they they're handing him the ball and everything after a couple practices I had a conversation with him and this conversation we talked about all the things he was focusing on and I told him that all, all those things that he was focusing on that they were none of his business like, that's none of your business. You know, I asked him. I asked him, I said, when the, when the coach calls a running play, that's going to you. I asked him, is it your job? Is it your job to hike the ball? Real simple, right? Maybe like common sense. Is it your job to hike the ball? He said, no. I said, I asked him another question. I said, is it your job to take the ball from the center when he hikes it? I asked him, was it his job to hand the ball off to himself? He laughed and he said, no, right? (laughs) Like, no, I don't have to hand it to myself. I asked him, was it his job to block the defensive line and open a hole for him to run through? 
And, and he said no. Was what is your job as the running back? So if all those things are not your job, what is your job as the running back? He told me, he said, to take the handoff from the quarterback, run through the line, run through the hole that the offensive line creates, keep my feet moving with my head up, and get as many yards as I can. And I said, exactly. That is your job. Thinking about the job of everyone else, everybody else on the team. He's worried about everybody else's job and everybody else's business besides his own. And by him doing that, he had very little time and energy to focus on his own job. So he wasn't doing as well as he could based on the talent and skill level and everything that he has. He wasn't doing as well as he could because he was focusing on what everybody else was supposed to be doing. Oh, your job is what I told him. And I told him that. And I finally told him this. I told him this. I want to give you this, and we're going to take a quick commercial break. But I told him this. I said, because their designated job and not worry about someone else's job, everything will flow as it's supposed to. If everybody focuses on their job, if everybody minds their business, then everything else will flow and fall into place. Stop worrying about how your quarterback is going to get you the ball. Just be prepared to get the ball. Stop worrying about if your offensive line is going to create a hole for you. Just be prepared to run through the hole. That's what you're supposed to be doing. That's what you focus on. Now, if the line doesn't open a hole, that's not your business. The coach will deal with them, right? So I want you to think about this for a second. What is it that you were doing or you said you were going to do and you really weren't focusing on the actions and the tasks that you needed to do? You were worried about all these other things besides you not actually moving forward. We sabotage, we self-sabotage ourselves all the time, worrying about things that are not us. And some of you are doing that. Some of you are worried about all this other stuff. Who else is supposed to do? Well, this person was supposed to do that. That's none of your business. So think about what you've been doing. Think about what it is that, you know, you are supposed to be working towards accomplishing and think about and focus, think about what you're focusing on. So hold that thought. Think about that for a second. We're going to take a quick commercial break. We're going to come back, and I want to share some other things with you about what happens to you. Thanks. So we'll be right back. Stay with me. This show is sponsored by 50 Plus, the second half magazine. All right, guys, so look. Some of you are worried about somebody else's job, right? Some of you are worried about somebody else's job. Also, when I had the book idea, I was worried about somebody else's job. A job that was for me later in the process. Does that make sense? It was my job, but it was not my job until later in the process. So I shouldn't have, to, shouldn't have been worrying about that. And so it's either somebody else's job or a job that you're supposed to do later. And that's not your business. I just want you to understand that that's none of your business. 
And if you look at it like it's none of my business, then that will give you a different posture, the task that you should be focusing on and the things that you should be doing. One of the things that I mention all the time, and I talk about this often, uh, and I say this often, where your focus goes, your energy flows. Where your focus goes, your energy flows. So when I was spending my time focusing on how, 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 my energy was being diverted from the why. And in the case of my book, it was being diverted from writing. So now I know most people will, I know most people going to say, Darius, you need to know how to do things if you're going to accomplish something. You got, there's some things that you need to know how to do. And, you know, my response to that is this. It's true to a certain extent. And there is a time when you need to know some of the hows in the process. You don't need to know them all at the beginning of the journey. There is a time when you need to know some of that stuff, but it's not, you don't need to know all of it at the beginning of the journey. The first step and focus on the next step. Take the first step, focus on the next step. So when you focus, but this this is where you I want you to understand too. When you focus on the on the results and the end and what the end shall look like from the beginning, majority of your time and focus goes. It proves that you're motivated by the wrong factors. You just want the results. You're not focused on going through the journey, and you're not looking at learning through the journey, and you're not looking at what what will happen to you during the journey. For me, for years, I, I wanted outcomes. I wanted results. I wanted to just say I was an author. I wanted to say that I accomplished certain things. And by me focusing on those outcomes and those results, I wasn't actually doing the work that it took. So what happens was, what happened was, those things never happened. Think about it. If all you're focusing on is the end result and you're not doing the things that it takes to get there, it's never going to happen. Not until I changed my focus and realized I wasn't minding my business did things begin to change and did things begin to happen for me. So now I'm here to tell you that I am writing the book. I'm actually writing. Right now I have 27 chapters in the book. Pretty much already done. I got some things to go back and tweak and everything, but the book's coming. And I'm putting this out in the universe so that, first of all, y'all can hold me accountable. And second of all, so I can put it out so the universe can give me back what I need. This process, and I need to put it out so the universe can go make that thing happen for me. So the book is coming. Be ready. Hopefully y'all going to – I know y'all all going to buy a copy of the book, right? All right. Now, the how – and trying to figure out the how, understand, let's, let's just be clear, this is one way that we don't mind our business. This is one way. There are several ways that you, 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 you manifest this, right? This is just one way. Now, I want you to understand this. I'm going to give you another example of this, and then we're going to go into some details about what it does to you, right? I want you to get that part. But let me give you another example of not minding your business. People think of you and your goal and what it is you say you want to accomplish 
is none of your business. What people think of you, what people think of your dream and your goal and your ideas and what you want to accomplish and do with your life is none of your business. Whatever they want to think. They can have whatever ideas that they want to have because understand from their perspective, if they're spending their time and energy worrying about what you're doing, guess what they're doing? They're not minding their business, so they're not going to accomplish whatever it is that they want to do. So if you worrying about them, worrying about you, are going to accomplish anything. So when whatever somebody thinks of you, whatever somebody thinks of your idea is none of your business. Let them have their opinion. Let them have their doesn't matter. It should not have an effect on what you do with your life. Millions upon millions of people spend life, their entire life, trying to do what they think other people think they should be doing or what other people say they should be doing. Entire life doing this, and they never accomplish anything, and they get to the end of their life, and they have regrets, a life full of regrets. I don't want that for you. I don't want that for myself, but I don't want that for you either. They are worried about what they, they, they're not worried about what they truly have a passion for. They're worried about what they truly have a passion for being ridiculed. What they truly have a passion for being ridiculed by their family, by their friends. And with this whole social media thing, by a whole bunch of strangers, bunch of people they don't even know. People think of you, none of your business. The how None of your business. What's your business and what you should be focusing on is what is the step I need to take right now to help me level up and get to the next level. And then once I get to the next level, now I'm focusing on what do I have to do now? What is the how? What are the steps? What are the tasks that I need to do now to get to the next level? I have an idea. I have a picture of what the end result is. But I'm not focusing all my time on that. I'm worried about, all right, what do I have to do right now? And what's the next step? Doing these things, focusing on things that are none of your business, has limited so many people from achieving their dreams and living their life with passion and living their passion and doing what they have a love for. Not minding your business for the most part. You're not minding your business. You're worried about whatever else think you worried about how to do every single thing i'm here to tell you ladies and gentlemen that you were not given the dream you were not given this passion that you have burning inside of you you were not given the vision from the world and when you're not doing the things that help you expose it you're hiding it you were given the dream to develop it to grow with it and to share it with the world that's why you were given the dream here that needs what you have yep somebody but if you're spending your time and your energy focused on what others will think of you and grow the passion and the dream those things are none of your business and the things that are none of your business hold you back from accomplishing what is your business just want y'all to get that today none of your business so these are Again, these are just a couple examples. There are many, many ways that you manifest this in your life. And this, all you have to do is really be honest with yourself, take some time, 
time and sit back and think. That goal that I have for myself, that idea that I want to accomplish or make a reality, what is my focus? Is it on what the task is I should do right now to get to the next level? Or is it the whole big picture? And I'm always thinking about the big picture. It's good to have the big picture at 100% of the time. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. What is the reason? What is the reason that we respond the way we do business? Because see, this is up. This is so we. I just wanted to kind of give you an idea of what we're doing when we're not minding our business, right? So I gave you a couple examples of how that works. But what? How do you feel when you're doing that? Now let's go a little deeper, right? Let's get real now. Let's let's think about this. What do you feel? How do you respond in your business? Is there something that happens to you physically? Physically feel something. Does something physically happen when you're doing this? So all this time with this book for me, right? Every time I would start thinking about the book, I would get a little anxious. I have a little anxiety. I have, you know, I would feel a certain way. Because I knew I wasn't doing what I needed to do to accomplish it. I wasn't making progress. So how was I feeling? Because this was something that was like a passion of mine. I really wanted to do this. At least I thought I did. And so I started to feel a certain way. So when I asked, you know, is there something that happens to us physically? Yes. There is something that happens to you physically. So now let's go back. Remember I said, I mentioned that where your focus goes your energy flows, right? This is not just some catchy saying. It is actually neuroscience. It is actually neuroscience. Your brain, your brain reacts to what you focus on. What you're focusing on. If you're feeling emotions, certain emotions, your brain sends resources to different parts of your body to react to how you're feeling. Think about that. So I'm feeling a certain way. I don't feel it in my head, in my brain. I don't feel it there. I feel it in other parts of my body. I feel it in my chest, maybe in my limbs, my arms, what, my, my legs. I feel it in other parts of my body. Think about that. You feel a certain way. You feel it in other parts of your body. That's because your brain goes to those parts of your body. That's what the brain does. It sends resources to those different parts of your body. So let me give you an example here. When your brain senses something that um, it thinks is fear, right? When your brain senses fear, what your brain does, and this is, and you, if you think about this and you think about when you had an instance where you felt fear, think about what I'm going to tell you and, and your experience. When your brain senses fear, it sends oxygen, Cortex, first of all, the neocortex is the front part of your brain. It's the pre- so the neocortex portion of your brain. It sends oxygen that is supposed to be in the neocortex to the limbs of your body to prepare them for flight or fight or run. When you sense fear, you'll see you, you can feel it tingling in your arms and your legs because your brain is taking the oxygen that it should be using to do its work. It's taking that oxygen and sending it to the other parts of, to your limbs, 
so they can be prepared to fight or be prepared to run. That's when you're sensing fear. Does automatically, right? Your brain is designed, was originally designed to protect you. So it's going to make sure if it senses any type of fear that you're ready to run. Right? Now, this is the keto. This is what we got to understand. So that oxygen that leaves our brain and goes to our other, to our limbs, your neocortex, it, it, it actually blocks you or hinders you from being able to function and your neocortex to function at 100%. So now your, your brain begins to slow down and it limits its functionality because it doesn't have the proper oxygen levels. Now, for those who don't know, let me tell you real quick, your neocortex, your prefrontal lobe, that is where your higher thinking comes from. That's your logic. That's what you can analyze. That's, the, that's your analytical thought, neocortex. So when the ox is deprived of that oxygen, now it limits its ability and your ability to think analytically and rationally. Ever felt drained and tired but not sure why? You may need to take some time to think about what are you thinking about? <laughs> so you got to take some time to think about what you're thinking about. Because of what you're thinking, you can feel drained, feel tired. You may be spending energy focusing on things that are none of your business. And when you go to work on what is your business, so when it's time for you to do what you really need to do, you're tired, you're drained. Now you don't know what to do, which is, you know, now you just want to go sit and vegetate on the couch and just do nothing and don't think because now you spent all your energy. Now let's do, let's, let, let me, let me, let me dig a little deeper. Let me give you the reality. Let me give you another piece of reality about what happens to us when we're focusing on something that's not our business. Your brain, your brain, it's of about three pounds, right? But it uses 20% of your body's little three-pound muscle uses 20% of your body's energy. Now, if you're taking that 20% and you're using it to focus on things that are none of your business, you may not have much left. What is your business? This is part of the reason why you feel tired. I'm going to say it again. This is part of the reason why you feel tired. This is why you feel drained sometimes. Your brain needs to rest and it needs to create, and your body needs to create more energy. When does that usually happen? It usually happens when you're asleep. <laughs> when you're sleeping. So you've gone out here, spent that 20% on all this other stuff that wasn't relevant really to what it is that that you need to accomplish, and now you're tired, you need to rest, you need to reset the brain, you need to get more energy, and that is only accomplished when you're sleeping. Yes, right? When I would get myself together and ready to actually write my book, I was tired. I was exhausted and not able to focus clearly. And I wasn't able to focus clearly because there was a lack of oxygen, first of all, in my prefrontal lobe, there's a lack of oxygen. Then I had used all my energy thinking and focusing on other things. So my brain is working, doing things to react to how I'm feeling. 
reality of what we're doing. So I think that, and I want to share this because I think if you understood what your body actually does, about we'll be more conscious about what it is that we're doing, what it is that we're thinking about. So just keep that in mind. So for years, I had the idea I was that um, I had no idea. For years, I had no idea why I was feeling the way I was feeling. I didn't understand it. Nobody's explained this to me. I didn't understand. I would ask myself, why am I so tired all of a sudden? So tired. Why? I was all right. And then I'm, now I'm just like exhausted. Why? What I know now is that it wasn't all of a sudden, first of all. It was a process. It was building. And then I just building all day. And when I sat down to focus on what I needed to do, what was my business, I was tired. And, and too tired to write anything because I couldn't focus and, and I couldn't think clearly. I couldn't think analytically. I couldn't think rationally. And so I was tired. So I would give in and I would go lay down or I would go do what I just told that most people do. I would go vegetate in front of the TV. Recharge. I need to recharge my battery. <laughs> How many of y'all that heard that or said that? If this is what you're doing every day, Ladies and gentlemen, if this is what you're doing every day, you will not reach and achieve your goals. This is not just you being tired. This is your body and brain responding to how you're spending your energy. This is real. And your energy flows based on what you're focusing on. Remember, let's go back. Whatever your, wherever your focus goes, your energy flows. And the brain energy that you're using is going somewhere, and it's going on where you're focusing. So something else, there's something else you need to understand is that if you're having negative thoughts, if your thoughts are negative, if your self-talk is negative, and it's stress, and you're and you're stressing out on things, and that will drain that 20% faster. Thoughts, the stress, the negative self-talk drains the the 20% faster. And you're probably thinking, how is that possible? It is possible. Because remember, I told you that when, certain, when you're feeling certain feelings like fear and things like that, your brain is sending resources to other parts of your body. Sending resources to other parts of your body. So it's going to use that 20% a lot faster. So you're going to be drained a lot faster. Think about it. Think about what you've been through. Think about how you feel sometimes. And, and if you sit back and we start to think about why we feel that way, this makes sense, guys. You're draining yourself. You're using your 20% on something that is none of your business. You're not accomplishing the goals that you set out for yourself. You're not doing the things that you, need, you, you should be doing. And if it's negative thoughts, if it's negative self-talk, if it's stress, and it's all these things that you're worried about, you're draining that 20% a lot faster than you should be. Now, what we're going to do, I want to tell you what your body's doing, just so that you understand why you're using that 20% a lot faster. But first, we're going to take a quick commercial break, commercial, and I'm actually going to share with you what your body is doing when you're stressing and when you're worried about fear and all these other things that are negative. So stay with me. We'll be right back. Hi, I listen to the 50 Plus Radio Show, and you should too. It's an amazing and awesome show. So stop by and get some support. Thanks for listening. 
Hi, you're listening to the 50 Plus Radio Show, where the show is always so amazing. Sit back and relax and just enjoy the show. Now, let's get back to the show. When you are stressing and you have fear and you're having these negative thoughts, your brain is doing a couple things to your body. First of all, it's, excuse me, it's increasing your heart rate. It's increasing your heart rate. So your heart beats faster and all these things. Excuse me. So so it's increasing your heart rate. That's one thing. It's increasing your blood pressure because the heart rate increases. Your blood has to pump and, 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 you know, pump a little faster. So it's increasing your blood pressure. It's sending oxygen to the limbs of your body. It's stopping digestion because if you're fearful, if you need to run or if you need to fight, you don't need to have to be worried about your food digesting. So it stops digestion. So it shuts down your bladder because you don't need to be worried about going to the bathroom if you need to run or if you need to fight. So it, it, it shuts down your bladder and it manages a whole bunch of, you know, it does, it does stuff to other organs as well. So your brain is actually doing all this when it senses fear and you're going through having negative self-talk, these are things that happen to you. These are things that physically happen, and you can feel it. So if you sit back and think about when you feel this way and you have these kind of feelings, if you think about how your body feels, you'll understand that this is what's happening. The ironic thing is that when you're actually doing what you should be doing and, and you're minding your business and, and you feel good, because usually what happens when you when you start doing the things that you feel like that you should be doing, you know that is leading to what we would call con- contrib- contributing and, and contribution and your contribution to the world, right? That makes you feel good. And you know, world-renowned speaker Mr. Tony Robbins says that contribution is one of the six basic needs. It's one of our six basic needs, but. It's, one, it's the level of those six basic needs that most people never get to. But when you're doing something, you're contributing, when you're doing what it is that you feel that you should be doing, your brain responds to that. And you usually feel good. We usually feel, oh, man, I just did that. I got that task done. I'm done. I accomplished that. Let me check that off my to-do list. You're feeling good. Feeling good? It's because now your brain is responding responding to that. And your brain starts to uh, produce and release chemicals that make you feel good and chemicals that actually minimize pain, feeling good. Just for example, when you're laughing or you just accomplished something that you've been working on, you really have this euphoria feeling, right? You, You feel euphoric. You have this great feeling. Why? Because chemicals such as dopamine, which I talked about last week, right? Dopamine is being drained through your body. Oxytoxin is being released, which is known as that's the cuddle, that's the cuddle neurochemical. That's the that's that's released when you you're close to somebody and you're intimate with somebody and you're feeling good about that person. That's when is is, is released. Then you have serotonin that's being released from the brain. This is your confidence model. This makes you stick your chest out. You're like, what? What? Your head held high. You're feeling good about yourself. It's the serotonin. 
And then you have these endorphins. And these are sim- sim- similar, sorry, similar to opiates. It's similar to opiates, guys. The, the, the endorphins mask pain and discomfort. So you don't feel any pain. This is like a runner. When that runner gets his second win, if you run in a marathon, you get your second win. It's the endorphins that kick in. When the endorphins have kicked in, and now it masks the pain. You don't feel the pain of running, pain of being tired, and your lungs feel like they're about to collapse. Once those endorphins kick in, you don't feel that anymore. But all of this stuff is happening in your brain because now you're focusing on what you should be doing. You're accomplishing things. You're feeling good, and this is why. When you're feeling good, the brain makes it so that you can keep going. The brain. Brain makes it so that you can you want to keep going. That's why it feels good because it wants you to have the feeling of I want to have this feeling again. Right. So this is because the brain is releasing these chemicals, and it's only releasing the chemicals based on what you're focusing on and what you're doing. You don't feel drained. You don't feel tired. It's just the opposite. It's the feeling like you can run forever. Like, oh, man, I can, I can go all night. But when, you're, when, you're, when it's negative thoughts and it's stress and it's all these other things, you're tired. You're like, oh, I just want to go lay down. I'm just going to go to bed. Think about that. But you can do something that makes you feel good and you feel like you can go all night. A lot to do to that, and if you're not understanding why you feel that way, you're never going to learn how to focus and make it something that you can do on call. Earlier, I mentioned focus on the how. Focusing on the how is none of your business. Another reason you should focus, you should avoid, you should avoid this focus and and, and too much on the how and all that. That's because it creates stress. Focusing on the how creates stress sometimes. And this is stressing you out. It's, it, it negatively activates the limbic system of the brain. This is the fight or flight. This is what controls your emotions. This is what is responsible for all your feelings. The limbic part of your brain is responsible for your feelings. It's responsible for feelings like fear and stress and love and loyalty and happiness. and jo- the, That is the limbic system of the brain. And that if you're stressing, that's what's triggered. Okay? Any of those feelings. Now, the other thing you have to understand about the limbic part of the brain is that it has no capacity for language. You have a certain feeling, you say, I, I really can't explain how I'm feeling because that part of your brain has no control over language. That's why you can't explain it, right? So we need to understand that. And, and this is why your why is so important. Your why evokes emotions. Doing something evokes emotions. It evokes good emotions, positive emotions that release all of these chemicals that make you feel good. The negative emotions freeze you in place. You want to go lay down. You want to just vegetate somewhere. So we have to be very conscious about, about the positive and negative thoughts that we have. The negative thoughts and the things that are none of our business, those things affect us negatively. Your neocortex part of your brain responds to the what. What, what is it that you're doing? The logic of it. You, your neocortex, prefrontal lobe, all right? It's responsible for all the rational thinking, the analytical thinking, and it's responsible for language. This is when you're able to articulate yourself. This is part of the brain that is tapped when you're trying to figure out what you're doing or what you should be doing. 
you know, what needs to be understood about the neocortex or the prefrontal lobe is that it is shut down when you go into flight or fight mode. It usually gets hijacked by your amygdala and it shuts it down and it's not functioning. Clearly, you're not thinking rationally. So again, this is another major reason why we need to be in control of our emotions and our feelings and understand what happens when we are not. are not. Getting where you want to go, it's your thinking. It's the thoughts and the emotions that you are having for yourself. So there's a reason why you feel the way you feel. It's not just coincidence. It's not just what's just happening. It's a reason for it. Your brain is releasing chemicals based on how you feel, based on the emotions. And those emotions are based on your actions. I mean, what are the actions that you're taking are sparking a lot of those things. So we have to be very careful. This whole show today is, you know, about this is that's none of your business is that there are certain things that are not your business that you're focusing on. And what you don't understand is that your brain and your body is reacting. So start minding your business, guys. Think about the things that make you feel good. Think about the things that make you want to go on and on and on doing it, what it is that you're doing. We heard this saying before, you know, of think happy thoughts. Just think happy thoughts. Some of us just overlook that like it's just cliche-ish. It is a cliche. Just think happy thoughts. It is just a feeling we hear all the time, but it has purpose. Think happy thoughts. Your brain responds to those happy thoughts. When you smile, your brain responds to those happy thoughts. When you laugh, your brain is, I'm telling you, that dopamine is mean. It's vicious. It makes you feel so good. And if you smile and you laugh and you have happy thoughts, this is what's happening to you. So it's not just a saying, happy, just think happy thoughts is not just a saying, something that just sounds good to say. It actually creates a chemical change in your brain. When you are doing things that are none of your business, your brain uses that 20% of energy faster. When you're doing things that make you feel good, that you're accomplishing things, you're, you're things that are your business that you should be focusing on, your brain makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you can keep as we come to a close for the day. Excuse me. And we start to wrap up. There are a couple things that you can do to be in control of where your energy flows. And I want to give you a couple of those. So for those who are always on the show and listening, I appreciate you. But you know, I like to give you some steps. I like to give you some action steps that you can take to really start to implement these things into your life immediately. Nothing, guys. It means absolutely zero. If you listen to this show or anything else that you're using to gain knowledge and increase your skill set, it means absolutely nothing to just read it or watch it or listen to it and you don't implement it into your life. So if you don't start to implement these things, if you don't start to be conscious about how you're feeling, or making sure that you're thinking those happy thoughts, that you're minding your business. It means nothing. You will continue to go through the same cycle and live in the same realm and space that you've been in behind this, guys. And the more I learn about that, the more fascinating it is, and the more I begin to see my life change because there's science behind it. Your brain is actually doing something. So here are a couple things that you can do as we wrap up. I want to give you – I'm 
give you three action steps that you can take, three things that you can start to implement into your life. The first one is something that we've been talking about all, all morning, and that is business. That's it. Mind your business. Focus on the actions and the activities that you need to complete to get to the next level. Have a goal. Have a goal. Have, a, have an image of what that looks like when you achieve that goal. Put it up on your wall. Put it up on a, um, you know, uh, put it up somewhere where you can see it. That's fine. But now your focus should be on what do I need to do to get to the next level. When I get to that level, what do I need to get to the next level? If you do that enough, you'll get to the end. What it is that you need to do now. This is not focusing on the end result all day, every day. This is this. This is taking things one step. Okay, focus on those little things. It's good to have the end goal, but focus on what do I need to do next. So, mind your business is the first one. The second one, think happy thoughts. Don't worry. <laughs> Y'all remember that song? Don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. Like, think happy thoughts. Worry is going to drain the 20% faster. Happy thoughts is going to produce these chemicals that make you feel good. Happy thoughts. It's simple, guys. And sometimes people look at it like that's too simple, but that's how it works. So create an environment where your brain is releasing those feel-good chemicals all the time. Create this environment. You create this environment within yourself where your brain is releasing those happy, feel-good chemicals. Accomplishing those little tasks, that sense of accomplishment releases those chemicals, right? And contributing is one of the six basic needs. Thing number three, believe the how will come to you. Believe the how will come to you. If you believe and inside you're not worried and you know that it's going to come when it's supposed to, then you're not going to stress about it. Believe that the how, believe that the things that you need to know how to do will come and be presented to you when you need to have them presented to you. Put it out in the universe, if it works for you, whatever you believe, put it out there and believe that it's going to come back when you need it. So make sure that you're open, though, to how it presents itself. So when you put it out there, don't say I need it to come back looking like this because that's usually not how it happens. Just be open to the things that come to you and understand that the thing that you need at the time that you need it will be presented to you. So mind your business. Think happy thoughts and believe the how will come to you. Believe the how will come to you. Ladies and gentlemen, be driven by a cause, by a purpose, by your beliefs. That is your business. Worried about what somebody else thinks, worried about how something's supposed to work out is not your business. That is none of your business. So I want you to understand that, you know, you need to contribute to the world. You have something that the world needs. Somebody's waiting you. Your story has power, but I need you to understand that you can't focus on all these other things that you may have been focusing on in the past. So understand what the difference between what is your business and what's not. 
focus, what your brain is doing at that time, and you will achieve the things that you're looking for. So, guys, I hope this resonated with you. I hope that you really got something out of it and it changed your perspective of how you go about achieving your goals. I want to thank you for joining me. I want to thank 50 Plus, the second half magazine for, again, giving us this platform. If you're not following us and following our group on, on Facebook, go to hashtag wise words with Darius. Join the wise tribe. We are not ourselves. We all need to help each other. So together we learn more. Guys, so in closing, I love you. God loves you. Thank you for joining me. I will see you next Saturday. And remember, greatness begins. Wise decision. Have a great day, guys. Have a phenomenal week on purpose. I'll see you guys next Saturday. This show was brought to you by the 50 Plus, the second half magazine. Thank you for stopping by, and we hope you will tune in next week. Good night.